Welcome to Talking Smack with Blake and Tom. I'm Blake. And I'm Tom. Hey, what is up, fam? Welcome to another week of the Talking Smack Brothers. Now, a little special mention. Tom, hit it away. Yep, Blake. I'm sorry, I'm sitting on a really squeaky chair, I've just noticed, so I'm going to change. Look, I'm going to change chairs. I'm a bad mechanic, I'm a bad builder. I can't build chairs. Go ahead. Um, what do you got for us? Well, we released the first episode recently, very recently, to the public. And man, I was pretty surprised because I thought maybe just my close friends, our mm. close friends might listen to it. What do you get, like four or five views? Well, no, more than that, actually. Did we? Over a hundred views. hundred views? And it's been out for less than 24 hours. It's been out for 18, 18 hours. It's been out for. And it's a funny thing you told me before because I was like, you know, it would just be, you know, our, our friends, I guess, yeah. on Facebook. We had viewers from, uh, listeners from in Latvia? Yeah, in Germany, wasn't it? Who the heck is Latvia? Yeah. And who's listening to us in Look, I don't know what Latvia is, I don't know where Germany is, but they sound horrendous. Yeah. So, you man, know what? if you're listening to us from Latvia... Give us a shout well, out. Man, Give us a hello. Thank you. We for, appreciate that. What a great place that must be. <laughs> Welcome to Latvia. No, that's not racist, is it? I hope not. But, you know, great job. Remember yesterday, man, it's fine. If it's funny... If it's funny, it's, it's okay. That's right. Yeah. We remember. We remember that. Yeah. Uh, look, we've, we've been pretty busy on the phone the last couple of hours because we're organising guests and we have guests coming up the Wazoo. Absolutely. Who are your uh, guests that you've called, who's called you? Well, a couple of, couple of blokes from uh, back in the uh, bar school days. Oof. Johnsy, yeah. Matt Johns. Matt Johns, eh? Dylan, uh, I don't know, is it Dylan Bird or is it Dylan Sean? That's a question a... for him when he comes on the show. That's great. Dylan, thing. you've got to tell us, brother. You've got to tell us what's going on yeah. in your life. Hey? All I know is that... That guy, he's playing Big V now. Oh man, he was a. I was so glad he was on my team and not on the other team. Guy's dangerous, man. He's got tattoos. He does have tattoos. He does. Those two together, we had him over for dinner a few times when we lived together. It's a miracle our house wasn't wasn't destroyed. Man, uh, they're funny blokes that came to our house, ate our food and left. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> but they did it in a... We love them. Yeah, we, we do love them. We do love them. They did in a lovable blokes. way. They're good blokes. Another, yeah. another big name uh, got in touch with both of us. That's so, right. That's right. We call that? him the Jack Wood. Woodsy, otherwise known as. Big Woodsy. The guy looks 35, but talks like he's 10. It's good. He's a good kid. <laughs> yeah, we love him. He's uh, our best friend. Um, we're having you on Woodsy. That's for damn sure. It's lucky he's... Good at sport. It I'll is. I'll say that about Woods. He's a great guy. Good ruckman. Great ruckman. Yeah. She. She really If he didn't have footy, <laughs> we'll find out what he'd be doing. But That's it. I can't wait to ask you what you're doing with yourself. You're still yeah. doing the old plumber plumbing, eh? Bit of Mario. There you go. Well, um, that's the... Uh, that's the guess, the I think. thank yous done. We so. appreciate everyone watching us for damn sure. Absolutely. Now, we did mention... A, lot, a few people messaged me and said, what's the show actually about? What is it about? Uh, we, I think we went over it, but just to clarify. We'll clarify. It's yeah. basically, in my mind, it's a show about sport for people who aren't into sport. Because you say you're into sport, sorry, you say, say it's a show about sport, and then half the people go, I don't want to know about sport, or I don't know about sport. <laughs> Being Australia is such a big part of the culture that if you listen to our 15 minutes, we give you some good some couple of tips that are interesting about what's going on in the sporting world. And then you get to your workplace or your social group. You got some things to chip in with in your conversation. Even if you don't, if you didn't watch whatever's happening, you listen to our 15 minutes, you have some enjoyment, banter and stuff. And then you just relay those 
points to whoever else, and then all of a sudden you're the most popular person in the uh, in the office. That's yeah. true. Science has shown that if you listen to our podcast, you're ten times more likely to get laid. So yeah. that's science, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately for me, ten times zero. Still, <laughs> still, still zero. zero. Uh, we definitely will be covering 98% sports, but I feel like nothing's off limits. You know, religion, politics, mental health, eventually we'll talk about it all. So just make sure you pay attention, listen up, and you'll learn a few things and keep up with the chats. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, what's today about, Thomas? Today, we, I wanted to, well, we wanted to talk about our sporting careers, which mm. we're fortunate enough to do a few things that other people maybe didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Um, I want to start with you. It's very mm. interesting um, looking back at your sporting career because you played good level basketball, but then you went over to footy, mm. and that was probably where you had most of your success, I would think. Yeah, I played uh, all right. Did all yeah. right. Uh, yeah, just give us a, a rundown of, of both of those times for you. That's easy. So I started basketball I'm a bit older, about 16, 17. Um, I was fortunate enough to get accepted into the uh, Australian College of Basketball, where I uh, moved to good old state of Melbourne, mm. and um, yeah, played some basketball there. Yeah, so, funny thing about uh, that college, that was where uh, we met. Yeah, six months in, I met Tommy. Yeah, right. um, a quick story about that. The very first time I ever saw you in, in well, actually, no, because Blake messaged me that's right. Before I uh, came to Melbourne, and he was like, "Hey, like, remember me? I played at Centrals. Uh, you know, can't wait to be living with you because we we're, were going to be roommates." Hmm. And I was like, "Who the heck is this guy? <laughs> Who's this bloke? Does he play for Centrals?" Is it <laughs> anyway? So I guess uh, I was a little more memorable, maybe somehow than than Blake was. Being yeah, six eleven, I think that probably makes sense. <laughs> so I, get, I get off the train from the airport, and I've got this big suitcase. And Blake meets me at the train station to show me where to go. We're in St Kilda? Yes, St Kilda. Chapel Street. Chapel Street, that's right. And um, this massive suitcase. And it had two little wheels on it. And Blake's like, man, I'm going to take your suitcase for you. I'm like, dude, go for it. I'm a good bloke, bro. I'm a good bloke. uh, Absolutely. And then rather than using the wheels, though, you just carried the thing. (laughs) And I wasn't sure why. I thought you were going to try to show off. I didn't see the wheels. It was a heavy bag. Uh, yeah, and I was a little bit socially weird back then. You were weird as shit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, not lying. A virgin. Yeah. <laughs> I still am. Oh, yeah, we still we all. Still I'm are. winking. I'm we winking are. at the camera. Right? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you carried you carried the suitcase. What was twenty kilo suitcase? Twenty for, case. Oh, easy. Cane half. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long walk. Yeah, it was a long walk. We just kept going. And yeah. Yeah. That was the first. That's the first time you met me. Yeah. For some reason, I started to carry a luggage suitcase with a cane and a half, not wheel it. To yeah. be fair, she just said something. Yeah, I, th- I think I, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't, but uh, it was. A, I was so yeah. sore for yeah. weeks. <laughs> Couldn't hold the bag. But yeah, that's how me and we met. We met, uh, we met in Melbourne. Um, so I played basketball in Melbourne for a couple of years. Um, we got taught for uh, some of the best. Phil Smith, Steve Breeny, Leonard Copeland, uh, even uh, Luke Longley came down and Did. gave us a couple of weeks there. That was Bradkey. cool. Mark Bradkey. Mark Bradkey, yeah. yeah. NBL great. NBA as well? Yep. Yeah, nice. Um, Sacramento? Philadelphia. That's close. Yeah. Yeah, I don't nice. think he did much. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. You're right, Bradkey. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but, maybe he's in Latvia. Maybe he's in Latvia. <laughs> maybe he's in Latvia. Yeah, 100%. 
but there, I got uh, myself uh, and Tom. Uh, we moved down to uh, Adelaide after Melbourne, after uh, doing well, doing well. And after ACB didn't do what I thought it was doing for myself, I moved to Adelaide to participate in the Adelaide Basketball Academy with Phil Smythe and Steve Bruni. Um, along the process, uh, myself saw some real good growth in basketball, played some high level basketball, trained with the Sixers for a little bit. The entire academy did, so it was fantastic. Um, that, that Sixers game, we well, we, we had a game <laughs> against the Sixers. We played them, that's right. Oh man, we came out Whew. and uh, so basically, first very first play of the game, minute on, I, game on. I got a dunk. That's it. Over Brendan Tease, it was yeah. a highlight, best thing I've ever done. In Sucked sport. in Teasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he remembers and cares. Yeah, I'm sure he cares. Yeah. And so we're up two nothing. Everyone's like, this is. This we're, is yeah, we're on. We're two up. This is it. Game over. And then a 48 nothing run. Yeah, then we didn't score. <laughs> for eight minutes. A quarter time was 48 to two. Yeah, yeah, we sucked. <laughs> and then they stopped recording the scores after that. They yeah, like, it was too harsh. Yeah. So we would have gone down by 100. Oh, easy. We sucked. We, yeah. we tried. They're just too big, strong, better in every single way possible. That was crazy. That game so, was... I think we all learned a lot, though, which was good. Um, yeah. After a while, maybe a year and a half at the Adelaide one... Had a few opportunities um, to go to the Adelaide Magpies Sandful Club. So that's football, AFL, and um, had a try it with Buddha Hocking. He uh, seemed to like what I had, so um, brought me down and yeah, got a few games in. It was good fun. The team itself was unreal. I've never seen such a good amount of uh, footy boys, athletic, disciplined, ready to work every session. Uh, our coach at the time was uh, Chad Corns and bloody heck, that guy can... A guy can train people. That so. was a stacked team as well. Like stacked, like seventy-five percent of the SNFL team were AFL players. Yeah, no, there was just a good, solid team. Um, Corns is definitely my favorite coaches, that's for sure. Which I'm sure we'll talk about. Later yeah, on. definitely. But um, yeah, that's about it, Tommy. Well, I mean, in your thirteen years of um, basketball, I want you to give me a rundown and the listeners a rundown. How how you done? Yeah, well, um, as we know. You can go on to Playbook Coach and mm. uh, have a look at my resume on there. Book me in for a session. I got a first which, one, don't you? Which someone did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so That's thank right. you to uh, Andy, Andy from Hoops Life, who booked me in for a session. So well done. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, basically, uh, uh, what did I do? Far out. I was in under twenty state team, won a bronze medal. Actually, tore my meniscus in that tournament, so I didn't didn't play in the <laughs> medal. No, you still get a medal. You get a medal though. You yeah. get a medal. So. I still got the medal. Um, yeah, under 20 state team and then went over to Melbourne, met yourself and uh, came back to Adelaide, exactly the same sort of stuff. Um, and then from that game with the Sixers, I ended up getting getting a call up to go and train with them, which was cool. So I spent half a season with the Sixers, uh, training with them. And then what did I do? Then I uh, went over to the Philippines, yep. played over there for about a, a month and then basically got... Back from the Philippines, day before my 21st birthday, mm. having a 21st birthday, and then flew to Illawarra the day after. That's right, the Hawks. Hawks. Yep. Got a call up for them, did a pre-season with them, and got cut pretty, <laughs> pretty convincingly. They were like, you are <laughs> nowhere near the NBL standard anymore. No, nah, you're doing all right. You're doing no. all right. Yeah, that would just add some bigs. I was like a fourth tallest guy there. And the bigs they had were like 10-year veterans. Absolutely. They had, uh, Ogilvy was the Australian centre at the time. Yeah. Oscar Foreman had played 300 NBL games at the time. <laughs> Larry Davidson played 250 NBL games at the time. And then Xavier Cooks was the other guy. 
and he was the assistant coach's son. Yeah, you just had no... <laughs> you were gone from the get-go. It's yeah. it just too hard. Not wrong. But bad timing, that's all. So, that was really the main... Oh, I played a year of high school basketball that's in right. the States. In the well. States, Did yeah. year 12 in Denver. Played a yeah, high school ball. I'm so. pretty sure you said uh, one of your favourite coaches was from Denver, was it? Yeah, well, I think it's more a memorable, memorable coach. Uh, I definitely uh, had some times where I didn't enjoy being coached by him. But Oh, was that? But, well... I'll tell you this one story. This guy was intense. He was an angry guy, but man, he was, uh, yeah, he was uh, angry pills all the time. <laughs> he, um, uh, he wanted me to dunk everything and block everything, and I have a bit of a bad habit of being a little lazy. With uh, the ball uh, ends up on your knees somehow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, I, I choose layups sometimes over dunks. So I just can't bother. Just put the thing in the ring. It's elegant. Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> one time I did a layup at training. And he's like, all right, everyone get on the baseline. And we get on the baseline. He's like, okay, guys, are we running this sprint because Tom's a bitch? <laughs> are we running this sprint because Tom's a pussy? And I was like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, he wanted me to dunk the ball. So I said, I, I had to choose one of those things mm-hmm. while we ran. So I can't remember which one I chose. I chose one of the options. We ran the sprints. And then he's like, okay, Tom, you come stand over here next to me. All these guys are going to run the sprint for the other alternative that I didn't pick. So <laughs> I don't know. We're running this one because you're a bitch. And now I stand out. And I'm not, not mentally tough enough to run the second So your team was running because you're either a bitch or a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So I don't know if that's in ethical in Australia <laughs> at all, if that would be, uh, you know, something that would Don't maybe get a complaint. But anyway. That, that must be my dad, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, he was pretty full on, but yeah, there you go. Uh, no, what, about, what about you, fella? You had a lot of coaches in two sports. What was your yeah. most memorable? It's tough, man. I, you know, like yourself, you coached by some great people. Uh, speaking of your... Harshest shit coach. That's my dad, man. Yeah. My dad's yeah. a psycho. He, he, I remember one time in the snake pit, just keep running until you cry. I'm not crying. 300 hours later, I was, <laughs> cr- I was crying. Um, my favorite coach is probably, probably Phil Smythe for a philosophical point of view. Yep. Got his point across. Um, didn't need to yell at you to get his point across, which I find just amazing. I do love the way Chad Corns coaches in your face, direct, but. I couldn't choose him. Phil Smythe probably has a bigger impact in my life, but yeah. Chad Collins is definitely a coach I can appreciate, that's for sure. I agree. Yeah, man. I got coached by Chad for like the week that I trained with the Magpies. That's right. Yeah, he came down. Scary. Yeah, scary he's experience. just a scary bloke. He wants yeah. to wrestle all the time. Yeah. What do you have to do if you uh, were injured? you have to box with you him? Had to, you have to box. So it depends who you what. Uh, so you spin the wheel kind of thing, and you could end up in the pit with Chad. You could end up boxing with a couple uh, ex-pro boxers. It was... Yeah, it was just hell. <laughs> so, can, can you think of a single training session? This will be our last point for the show. If you're getting, if you're falling asleep at the other end, which you wouldn't be because this is amazing top, yeah. top content. I remember one time, one of our preseason sessions. They do it every Adelaide Magpies uh, preseason. You got a snake pit at um, it's five or six a.m. It's one of them, and you got to carry around empty beer kegs around the snake pit. And if snake pits are big, the snake pits like a two hundred meter uh, sand pit dune up and down steep hills. It's hell. It's police hell. Police training. Center? The police use that for their training. I'm pretty sure it's right next to the um yeah the, um, yeah the police academy. And and yeah, so the you got a groups of four. Every team, every group has a keg. I think two kegs. And the people that aren't carrying the keg hold a football. At any point the football drops, it's how many sprints you've got to do at the end. And the very last lap of the, uh, the session, you get, to, you get to drink some water. And Chad says at the end of the session, 
if you drink the water while you do a lap, you keep going. So if someone drank the water, did the lap, finished it, and before it ch- checked your mouth, you swallowed the water, you got to go again. Oh, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. And there were people going like four or five laps. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, um, it was good. It was good fun. So you can um, only breathe through your nose. Obviously. Only breathe through your nose. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, the water went down. You got to go again. And if you didn't drink the water, and he didn't say the session finished, and he hit the football out of your hand, another sprint anyway. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I like that kind of stuff to be honest. Yeah. With you. So it's, I agree. I yeah. Think it's it, it's character building. Prepare, yeah, character building prepares you the season. Prepares you for yeah a life really like hundred percent. You're gonna get knocked down. You're gonna get told you can't do things. So yeah. just Shut up and do it. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, just I'm not gonna go on too much longer. But yeah, the if, if you got a I got people come into work sometimes mm. and they can't handle criticism. Oof. And I'm like, well, you haven't. This clearly, this person hasn't been made to run a sprint mm. after choosing if they're a pussy nah, or a bitch. You've got to be a you pussy know? or a bitch yeah. at some point in your life. And yet, like, they're getting told to do their job in a more efficient way and they go and complain about it or they can't handle that. Just swallow the pride, you know? Yeah. Criticism right. makes you a better person mm. as long as it's not trying to detriment your uh, self-esteem. Yeah. God, that was... Quoting what did you just that. say? What did you, what did you, <laughs> did just you hear that? That was like again? mystical as shit. Can you actually say that? Because I was... Yeah, yeah, I'll... Uh, yeah, stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I said. Can you guys rewind that back? Oh, potatoes. <laughs> that, was, that was unreal. Yeah. Finish on that. That was Absolutely. mystical as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Good on, man. I was going to... I can't top that. Yeah. But if one thing I was going to add, which I always say when I'm coaching, is that if you can separate what you're doing from yourself, then the criticism isn't, you don't take it personally. You don't take it personally. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, if I'm criticizing the way that you're kicking a footy, mm. you don't go home and say, oh, he hates me. He hates you so Chad much. Corns hate me? Don't make it personal. No, he doesn't hate you as a person. He's no. trying to, his job as a coach is trying to improve Trying to improve how you kick a football. Skill, yeah, yeah, I get that. Same yeah, as yeah. cooking or anything. Yeah. Anything in life. Take yeah. the criticism. As long as it doesn't affect your or detriment your self esteem, you'll be fine. Shush. Yeah. I, bet you guys, I bet you guys, these listeners, yeah, hey, this I'm, man in Latvia is here <laughs> trying to just get an entertaining podcast. Look, and now, he know, now he's got his life changed. So. I've, I've changed your life. I've made you laugh. What more do you want? Wow, yeah. Well, All right, well, look. Call it on that note, that's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, only way is down from here. 100%. We've peaked, we peaked early. Peaked early, to that. All right, guys and girls and everyone in between, uh, welcome <laughs> to Talking Smack with Blake and Tom. I'm Blake. And I'm Tom. And we'll see you later. See you later.